0: I'm Jaren,
1: and I'm Chris,
0: and this is The
1: the Barker Barker Lounge!
0: Hello, everyone. Hello. Welcome to The Barker Lounge, your one-stop destination for everything dedicated to the 90s sitcom known as Friends.
1: Happy Monday. Whoop, whoop. Fresh week. It's kind of like a mini new year, you know? New Monday, new week, new goals.
0: It's a good outlook to have. Best outlook possible.
1: And new episode.
0: Ah, my favorite part of Mondays. (laughs) And Fridays, don't forget.
1: So how is your week?
0: Well, I still got to finish the rest of it, but...
1: <laughs> I guess I meant to say weekend. My, Yeah, you know it's Monday.
0: <laughs> Cannot complain.
1: Yeah, yeah, not bad. Not a bad start. Pretty busy. But I'm definitely excited to get into this next episode with our uh, fellow listeners out here.
0: Alright, Barker Lounge aficionados, let's dive into this week's episode.
1: And this one's titled, The One with Five Steaks and an Eggplant.
0: I promise this is not an Emoji reference.
1: All right, so we start the first scene at Joey and Chandler's apartment, and it's Ross and Chandler hanging out, right? Uh And Ross is watching, you good there, Charcoal?
0: I know, right? Uh, forgive our uh, background <laughs> intrusion. Uh, Charcoal thought it was an appropriate time to get his kibble on.
1: Right, uh, but anyway, Ross is watching like some Spanish wrestling, like little lucha <laughs> libre guys on TV, and literally out of nowhere, Ross is like, "I miss Julie."
0: Wow, what a random turn of events!
1: And Chandler's like, "Ah, oh, let's see." Spanish talking wrestling guys. Yeah, I could see how you'd miss Julie from that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, the phone rings and Chandler's just like letting it go, right? And Ross is like, uh you do know how a phone works, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, but uh in the Chan Man slash Joey house, we believe in the principle of uh voicemail.
1: Yeah, <laughs> so he uh you know he's like well I'm doing this thing where I'm screening people now when they call. So they're going to leave, a, like, a, a message on his answering machine, right? So. Who needs gonna, caller
0: ID? We got the full screening process. There you
1: go. And so, you know, message, beep, right? And it's this girl named Jade. And she's looking for a guy named Bob. She's like, hey, Bob, it's Jade. Um, you know, I know it's been a while since we've
0: talked.
1: And
0: Chandler answers the phone.
1: <laughs> hey, this is Bob.
0: I'm Bob, Wow! I'm definitely Bob, didn't waste any time assuming a Uh, new identity
1: He definitely pretends to be Bob, so uh, insert intro This
0: is the episode
1: where Chandler pretends to be Bob (laughs) I don't know know where I was going with that one Hey, it still worked Anyway, so we're still at Joey and Chandler's apartment And Chandler is still talking to Jade as Bob. (laughs) And she's basically like, you know, kind of like, I miss you. I know it's been a while. And I guess Chandler's like, yeah, well, let's hang out, right? Um, And so he hangs out. I love that he's
0: organizing a date with a complete stranger just randomly. Yeah. He's like, There's like no extra thought or foresight thrown into this.
1: And he's just like, yeah, you know, Central Park. Like that's going to be the, of course, the meetup spot, right? And he hangs up the phone and Ross is looking at him like, uh, so what are you going to do when you go there and Bob's not there?
0: <laughs> Cliffhanger.
1: And Chandler's like, duh, I'm gonna, we're going to go in. We're going to see that she's been sitting at the table and she's going to be like stood up by... Bob. So Chandler has, like, this master plan of, like, and there comes me swooping in, you know, like... It's kind
0: of a slightly creepy plan uh, if you want to be a vulture man waiting in the rafters for (laughs) an unsuspecting, extremely sad woman.
1: And Ross is trying to tell him, like, dude, that's wrong. Like, don't do that. And then Chandler's like, hmm. He, like, puts his two hands out and he's like, pure evil or uh, horny alone? (laughs) Which one do you think I'm going to go with? (laughs) Like, so... Hey, we'll see what happens there, right? So we take it over to the next scene where we're at Monica and Rachel's um, apartment. Jumping apartments. <laughs> pretty much, but in this case, um, you know Ross is on the phone, right? He's talking to Julie, and he's just like, "I miss you." <laughs> but now it kind of makes sense as to why he missed her from that um, the very first scene is because Julie's in New Mexico at the moment, so.
0: New Mexico, not Mexico, Mexico. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> big difference. <laughs> Still
1: a big difference. <laughs> so while Ross is on the phone and distracted by Julie, Chandler's at the couch with everybody and kind of like breaking down because it's, it's Ross's birthday coming up. And Rom Chandler's like, all right, guys, so the total for Ross's gift and everything is going to be
0: $62. Also, what an awkward place to have a meeting about planning a potential birthday surprise.
1: I know, right? like,
0: the Mm -hmm. guy's literally, like, five feet away, and they're all just sitting on the couch, just like,
1: well, you know, divide
0: Mm -hmm. the five, add six.
1: Yeah, so he's like, it's going to be $62. And then, like, Phoebe, Rachel, and Joey look at him like, what? Phoebe's like, that's... Is that going to be split? (laughs) Chandler actually meant $62 between the uh, five of them, because he's like, I thought we got the cake, the concert tickets, you know, the present. And so... You know, Chandler is looking at them like it's okay, right? But Phoebe and Rachel and Joey are just like,
0: uh, $62. <laughs> uh, what do we look like, Daddy Warbucks?
1: <laughs> so then Chandler leaves because he's going on a date with Jade, right? We'll see how that goes. You know,
0: as his secret identity, Bob.
1: And Rachel's asking Joey and Phoebe, like, so what are you guys going to do for dinner? And Joey's like, well, I don't know. Maybe i go sell my liver. <laughs> because at this point, they're just like, man, they're each going to have to spend $62 for Ross's birthday.
0: And you got to think, uh, what, 90s economics? $62 Ooh, goes a lot. long way.
1: Oh, yeah, well, yeah, that's a lot. And so, um, you know, they start talking about how it's not fair that Ross and Monica and Chandler, like, make more money. And Joey's like, do you think that they don't realize that they make more than us like i mean i don't know how you know. they wouldn't realize it yeah <laughs> um so then monica comes in at this point and she just came home from work she's super excited she had some news to share right um her manager fired the head lunch chef so she got promoted to head lunch chef right
0: whoop
1: And the head of purchasing. So, like, she got like two promotions in one day. Oh,
0: you gotta love a twofer. Those are kind of rare.
1: Yeah. And then at this point, like, Ross is off of the phone. So he's like, Congratulations. Like, that's great. Hey, we should celebrate. Let's all go out to dinner tonight. And so they're just like, Okay. And then, or Monica was saying that. And Monica was like, Yeah, let's go somewhere fancy tonight. And then everybody has to go get dressed. And, then and, of that course, point, that
0: leads all the friends to look at each other like, this is exactly what we mm-hmm. were just talking about.
1: Yeah. So they're just like, okay, Brokeville. So we're now at Central Park, where <laughs> Ross and Chandler are at the uh, table to the side. You'll notice if you're watching with us, they're not sitting at the couch in their usual hangout spot since it's just them two. Um but they see Jake. They clearly see that it's only one beautiful woman in there.
0: It's kind of creepy. It's slightly voyeuristic. They're just hanging out on the side. And Ross is kind of like uh, making Chandler a little nervous. It's yeah, like, yeah. should you really be doing this, man? Eh,
1: maybe you should uh,
0: <laughs> rethink this decision.
1: And he's telling Chandler, like, you need to go there and just tell her the truth. Go confess. And Chandler's like, okay, fine. Like, But then <laughs> Chandler goes over to her. And he kind of gives her like an awkward high. And she's like hi he's like hey uh i have to confess something but whoever stood you up is a jerk (laughs) gotta admit
0: that is the slickest intro in i've ever seen
1: and it worked
0: not bad for a false identity
1: yeah and she was like how'd you know like all shy and he was like oh you know it's just it's just weird you know i I just have this uh, funny (laughs) intuition
0: about uh desperate lonely women
1: so I'm sensitive like that, you know. I, I just knew, you know. So they start talking and uh, all that good stuff. I guess they have their little date, right? <laughs> Later. Much to Ross's dismay. <laughs> Later that night, you know, we're headed over to this fancy restaurant for uh, Monica's promotion, right? And. Ross is trying to give a, a, a toast for Monica, like, to Monica for getting promoted to head lunch chef.
0: But of course, you know, Monica's feeling herself a little bit too much on this part. She's like, and
1: also this, yeah, and also
0: actually... this, and like Ross is just trying to finish the toast.
1: She's like, and, and, and head of purchasing, and he's like, okay, and head of purchasing to my Ma- and, and also, oh my God, I get to have, what, what what's his name's desk when he's not there at work? <laughs> And then Ross is like, to Monica. It's dude? like,
0: I give up. Why am I even trying?
1: Yeah. And so they're about to order, right? But their waiter is pretty snippy. Like He just kind of had like a really rude, uh, he wasn't really customer service friendly when he came to ask for their order. Well, in his
0: defense, <laughs> uh, they had been waiting for a while.
1: Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> and then Chandler came a little late to the dinner because, you know, he was with jade right and uh he, he tells ross you know, he's like hey you know i uh yeah i was with jade today and he's like yeah i know you know how i know because she left a message on my answering machine <laughs> and, and ross is like why does she have my number and Chandler's like well i
0: needed you as a buffer man yeah
1: he's like well she knows that my number is bob's number and, uh, you know, wishy she thinks I'm love. just a
0: random guy from Central Park.
1: <laughs> then the waiter comes back because, you know, he's asking if they're ready. He's like, do I dare ask? <laughs> so Monica and Ross, they order something, like, super, super expensive. It was, like, prawns and some, like, other stuff. And Ross is like, yeah, I'll have it, too. And so when they get well, to... at least he made
0: it easy on the guy. He's like, oh, yeah, ditto order.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. And then he gets to Joey, right? Joey's like, um, you got like a little Tuscan mini pizza, like, like a smaller version of it. And then when he gets to. It's uh, like basically
0: going kids menu at this point.
1: Yeah. And then when he gets to Rachel, she's like, I will have a side salad.
0: And then the waiter's like, but what's it going to be? A side of. Uh.
1: And she's like, well, if you're watching, you can put it right here next to my, uh, my napkin.
0: Oh, quick on the draw. Quick on the draw.
1: And then Phoebe, he gets to Phoebe and he's like, you know, Phoebe's like, um, I'll have the um, cucumber soup <laughs> and that will be all. Short <laughs> oh, sure and sweet. And so we're still at the restaurant, right? Kind of fast pants to where they're all done eating now. And Ross, you know, Mr. Uh, smart Guy over here is calculating what everybody owes for dinner, right? Yeah,
0: you know, he's trying to be a uh, liberal, be, mm-hmm. distribute the tips evenly.
1: He's like, all right, everybody owes $28. And Phoebe was like, what? What?
0: That's more than I paid for my cucumber soup.
1: Well, at first, she was just like reacting, and Ross was like, oh, you're right, Phoebes. We forgot. Monica shouldn't have to pay. It's her night. So then the, the charge ends up being more. It was like $33.
0: Which leads all of them to look at each other like, is he serious?
1: Yeah, Phoebe was like, uh, that's that's just a little too much, <laughs> you know, and then to bring to your point about the whole cucumber salad, that doesn't cost $33, you know, and Ross was like, oh, okay, like, my bad, you know, we can all just pay for our own meal, like, it's no big deal.
0: And he was trying to pump the brakes a little bit.
1: And so, and, and then Rachel, you know, Rachel and Joey start opening up, right, because chandler was like well i didn't think it was such a big deal you know and rachel and joey are just like well yeah to you guys because you guys make more money and so they all started like
0: that's when an awkward silence befell the table Mm -hmm. the separation of the friends
1: yeah and then you know ross is a little clueless at this point because phoebe they're starting to mention stuff well it's not just tonight you know it's it, there's a, this thing and then another thing and then another thing after that and it kind of brings down to the whole point of like ross's uh, second thing.
0: cousins twice removed bar mitzvah's birthday party
1: yeah so um chandler like over here like well you know it's because of, well we don't have to you know like trying to not talk about ross's birthday but they end up doing it and then ross is like Huh? What? Oh oh I like that. No, no wait. I get a surprise? Th- there's a present? <laughs> it's like well I've nothing I'd rather do than spend time with my friends, you know? <laughs> but it was like they changed the topic that Chandler's just like, okay, this is awkward, right? And what did Channel say? So uh, Ebola virus, huh? That got that sucks.
0: <laughs> At least he didn't add a C to that. But uh duh.
1: All right, so now we're at Monica and Rachel's. It's the next day, and... ah.
0: Another day, another disappointment.
1: Oh, man, obviously the night before didn't go so well with the uh, money situation at the restaurant.
0: A lot of revelations Mm. at the table.
1: Yes, so, you know, Monica, Chandler, and Ross come in, and they think they're about to do something really nice for their friends, but we'll let you guys be the judge of that. Gee, Monica, what's in the bag? I don't know, Chandler. Let's take a look. Ah, it's like a skit.
0: (laughs) Why, it's dinner for six, five steaks, and an eggplant for Phoebe. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we switched meat suppliers at work, and the, the new guys gave me the steaks as sort of a thank you. But wait, there's more. Hey, Chandler, what is in that envelope? By the way, this didn't right. seem so dorky out in the hall. Come on.
1: <laughs> Why, well, it's six tickets to Hootie and the Blowfish.
0: <laughs> the Blowfish.
1: <laughs> it, it's on us, all right? So don't worry. That This is our treat. So, well, thank you. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Could you be less enthused? Look, it's a nice gesture. It is. But it just feels like
1: like charity wow Ah, man i mean it was kind of a cool gesture but i can understand it's we don't need
0: your stinking charity
1: (laughs) i mean and and they're over here like ooh we're trying to make this like, you know, we want you guys all to be together. Like, we thought we can, this would benefit everybody. But they're not seeing it in a sense of, well, hey, your nice thing makes us feel like this, this. small. Yeah. <laughs> Rachel is just trying to show it like tiny fingers. Like trying to use your fingers. <laughs> but, you know, I, and then Ross and them were just like, well, well, maybe it's not our fault. You know, what what it's not our fault that we make like more money or Chandler was saying that to them? and they're just like, "Oh, well great." Like, like throw know. it in our face, why don't you? Yeah. And he's like, and so um they're like, "Well, what are we going to do? We still have 3 tickets, right?" And Rachel's like, "Well, we don't always have to do everything together."
0: Ooh. Oh, first sign of the split.
1: Burn. <laughs> so then that's when they're like, "Fine. Fine. We'll just go anyways. We'll just go. Whatever." So they all like storm out of the apartment. <laughs> But, when, but Monica comes back and realizes that she stormed out of her own apartment, so she's like, mm, the concert's not for another couple hours, so until then, I'm just gonna, whatever, right? So they're all kind of like upset at this point, trying to separate their uh, hangout, I guess, you know? But we're gonna go to the next scene, and we're at Joey and Chandler's apartment.
0: Getting ready for the show.
1: Mm-hmm. In
0: case we haven't implied already, we are seeing Hootie and the Blowfish.
1: (laughs) Well, listen to what, uh, happened next. Chandler. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) jeez. Are you ready? Yes, yes. Let me grab my jacket and tell you I had sex today. Whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) What? You had sex today?
0: Wow! It sounds even cooler when somebody else says it. I was awesome, okay? She was biting her lip to stop from screaming. Wow!
1: Now I know it's been a while, but I took that as a good sign. Still doing the screaming thing? I had sex today. I never have to answer that phone again.
0: You know, so babe, you know what to do. Hey, Bob, it's Jade. Listen, I just wanted to tell you that I was really hurt when you didn't show up the other day. And just so you know, I ended up meeting a guy. Bob here. Oh, hi. So, uh, you met someone, huh? Yes. Yes, I did. In fact, I had sex with him two hours ago. So, uh, how was he? Eh... Uh, I don't think he wants to hear the rest of that.
1: She said, it's nothing compared to you. You know, thinking she's talking to Bob.
0: <laughs> Unfortunately for Chandler, oh, yeah. he is Bob. Yeah, and
1: Ross is hearing this entire conversation. Like, right
0: after he just got finished <laughs> bragging and saying, like, how he put it down. Yeah. Take it to the um, Blowfish concert. Woo. That's pretty good. Thank you, thank you. I'll be here all week, hopefully.
1: And so <laughs>
0: they haven't fired me yet.
1: And so I can't. Really do it. There's charcoal. And so um, you know, there's like three empty seats right next to them, and Monica's like, "This isn't right." All right, thanks, Charlie. Uh, this isn't right, you know. It doesn't feel right that they're not here. They're not complete.
0: But right when they're about to change their minds, you know, have a change of heart. Starts. The curtains drop and that familiar <laughs> song starts to play. Wow.
1: And Monica's like, well, maybe it doesn't hurt to just stay for like one song. Right, so we do a quick fast pan to Monica and Rachel's apartment where Joey, Monica and Phoebe, or or, Joey, Phoebe and Rachel are playing. I don't know. It looks like charades or something like Joey's trying to act something out or make them guess something. And you can tell by Rachel and Phoebe's like look on their face, they're bored. Like it is a boring night. Like they're just stuck at home. And then we go right back to the concert. Where now the concert is finished, right? So that was pretty fast. But, what you can see here is that they actually stayed for the entire concert after they said Yeah, it
0: looks like uh, two songs turned into two and a half hours.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so they're like, oh man, that was awesome. And so they were about to leave, but some guy comes up and like...
0: A very um, businessy, casual-looking guy.
1: Yeah, he goes up to Monica and he's like, hey, Monica Geller, like... He sent me. Mike is like, hello, Stevie Fisher. How are you doing?" And she was like, "Well, I'm a lawyer now." And she's like, "You can't be a lawyer. You're eight. You know." she still, still see him as the kid. <laughs> and she, he was like, "Well, it was nice running into you. You know. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I have to go now. I gotta run backstage.
0: I gotta help my clients."
1: And Monica's like, "They're like, huh? Backstage?" And he's like, "Oh yeah. My firm represents the band."
0: What?
1: oh, oh my gosh. as soon as he said that like Ross and Chad were like introducing themselves to him like hey I'm Ross <laughs> so he's like well you guys want to meet them and they're just like it's
0: like we get to meet what? the blowfish
1: of course so they went backstage man that's that's a that's a fun night
0: <laughs> I'll say too bad there were three friends missing mm-hmm. from that equation.
1: So we head over to Central Park, which is the next day. Concert's done. Everyone's hanging out at the Perk.
0: Trying to make it as casual as possible to take away some of the awkward sting from being separated.
1: And, you know, Ross is asking, you know, how did everybody's night go? Like, he wanted to ask Rachel, Phoebe, and Joey first so that it they would know how to react or respond to it, I guess. Um, but they're just like, that, hey, you know it sucked whatever you know and then Ross and Monica we got like, through it yeah and they're like we're soaked too but um we did run we we did run into little Stevie and Rachel's like oh okay how was his dad by the way <laughs> oh which I didn't mention in the earlier <laughs> scene but when little Stevie asks Monica, he's
0: like... Were you one of the babysitters who slept with my dad? <laughs>
1: or kissed my dad? <laughs> and, so, and so in this scene now, when, when Monica says that they ran into him, Rachel like, Oh yeah, how's his dad doing? Uh, <laughs> well, Rachel...
0: Don't want to know those implications.
1: Yeah. Well, looks like Rachel had fun babysitting back then. <laughs> So, um, you know, anyways, at this point, um, they're all acting like they're trying to like compromise and get, not compromise, but like settle their issue, right? How this whole thing was stupid and that, you know, they shouldn't let money get in the way. Um, you know, everybody's just trying to like, you know, reconnect, not be mad anymore.
0: Yeah. Let's all just sit on our Barker loungers and, uh, reconnect.
1: Yeah. But as they're talking and everybody's agreeing that this whole thing was dumb. Phoebe notices a hickey on Monica's neck. What's that?
0: What's that? What's that on your neck?
1: Oh my gosh. And they're like, huh, why why do you have that? And Monica tried to say that it was like something else. Like she was trying to deny it at first. And, um, what did she say? Freezer (laughs) burn. She's like, um, it was a certain, uh, blowfish. (laughs) Oh man, so she, she pretty much, they got mad at that point again because they ended up partying with the band, and Monica got a little more than partying, so, uh.
0: You got the mark of the bluefish
1: Yeah, and Phoebe's like, wow, I can't believe that all this time you guys were out having fun, we're home. And Ross is like, uh-uh-uh, don't blame us because you could have been there. You know? And then Rachel's like, what? So we can be part of your outreach program?
0: Dang. Oh, my gosh. Rachel this... <laughs> coming back with all the barbs today.
1: Dude, the salt was real. Oh, man. So while they're all arguing, though, right? Monica gets a page on her little paper. Um, and it was her work. So she gets, like, the landline phone at the park.
0: We want to remember back to uh, those foods that we got that no one ever cooked, by the way.
1: Mm, right? <laughs> And so um, she's calling the back, and you can tell she's kind of, like, it's a concern call. But everybody else in the background are still kind of arguing about the whole money and having fun thing. And is like, guys, guys, shh, like, I'm trying to, you know, answer this call. And she's getting confused because it's Leon, her, her manager on the phone, like, telling her that the meat that she got... It was, you know, some corporate violation. Monica's like, Wait, what are you talking about? Like, that was a gift from the vendors. But that's not how.
0: Can't accept yeah. side handles.
1: Yeah. And she was like, That wasn't a kickback. Look. And she's like offering to pay for it and call it, you know, call it quits. But something devastating happens. She gets fired. And,
0: and what a way to find out
1: her job all right so now we're in the last scene and we're at Joey and Chandler's apartment right and this time it's just Joey you know he's relaxing on his couch and the phone rings Sounds like Joey does the screening, too, because he didn't even answer the phone, right? Uh, But the answering machine goes off, and it's uh, Jade again.
0: Just can't get enough of the not-bob.
1: And she's like, hi, Bob, it's me. Um, I'm really sorry. I know that it's been so long. We haven't been in each other's lives. But do you think maybe we can just have one steamy, hot night?
0: Keep in mind, like, Joey's on the chair, like, on the edge of
1: his seat at this point. <laughs> like, <laughs> drooling almost. And she's just like, please, like, just just for old time's sake. Like, just really, like, leaving that nice, detailed voicemail. And Joey rushes to the answering machine, almost tripping. And he's like, H- hello, hello. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Enzine. And that brings this episode to a close. Mm -hmm. Now uh, we're going to slide right into our thoughts here. Keep it a nice, consistent flow. Uh, This is definitely one of my favorite episodes of Friends, hands down.
1: Yeah. What did you like about it? Or what's your favorite part?
0: Honestly, it's one of the first times that you see, like, a real divide between, like, all the Mm, friends. Like, this is one of the first of their mini Civil War episodes where they'll, like, all take, like, little sides with each other. It was, like, funny watching how the whole dynamic changes when they split up and you get to see how other friends interact with each other. Like, right. separate from, you know, who their normal comedy foil would be. Exactly. Like, how normally, like, you'd always have Joey and Chandler together. Mm-hmm. But this time, he's like, nope, it's Joey with Phoebe Monica. and Rachel. Yeah. You yeah. know, So, it was a nice little switch up. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, like, throwing Hootie and the Blowfish, even though you don't, like, really see the band in there. Yeah. But just having the acknowledgement was super funny.
1: Yeah, definitely. I, I definitely like this episode because, y- you know, it just goes to show our fans and our viewers that, like it's not going to be a perfect friendship, right? Throughout the entire like episodes and stuff Shows a little disparity. Um, but it, it it shows the realness, right? And, and that's what I truly like about it. And the fact that they all come together in the end, right? They comforted Monica, you know, she got fired. They were trying to just like, yeah, it's like
0: once Monica like lost her job at the end there, it's like everyone just realized, oh, you know what? Maybe it's not the time to be petty.
1: Yeah, seriously. And, um, you know, I mean, I truly like the fact that they, you know, had their moment apart, like you said. So that was pretty cool. And, you know, there were still funny moments in between, like finding out who uh, Rachel uh, used to have fun with in high school. <laughs> Baby yeah, let's city. Let's hope that,
0: that wasn't like a major trend.
1: <laughs> but, uh, you know, again, just so many overall emotions throughout the episodes. I love it. And um, as always, it's just a good show.
0: Indeed. Mm -hmm. all right everyone it has been another awesome episode of the barker lounge chris tell them where they can find us
1: all right you can find us on our instagram page at the barker lounge where you'll see all our updates every monday and friday when the episodes drop and our listening platforms are listed on the bio
0: all right have a great week everyone and we will see you on friday
1: a while back and uh, well if you catch this message i was just hoping that we can have one more night of uh you know just some great
0: fun. hello it's, it's me it's charles it's charles